Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. The NBA season is kicking into gear and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting and combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. So, download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, February 9th, and we are fresh off the NBA trade deadline. So much fun shit to talk about. We could not wait to hop on. It's not really a Wii U, Wii U, but it has the feel, the essence of a Wii U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by my good friends, the always punctual, the Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. Come on, man. (laughs) Dog, relax, dog. What's up, Bubba's? I put a one on the day since John has been late to a podcast reporting. It's a, I was I was we got early that at zero first, out then of I here. started getting late. Yeah. And now we back to being early again. So it's one day, I'm telling you. I'll hey, I'll, up, I'll update the people when we put hey, the let zero them know, back nigga. Up there. We three months <laughs> in. Don't forget. Dragonfly Jones, <laughs> aka Tyler. Hey everybody, have a good I'm Guardy V, aka Mike. A uh, little bit Come different schedule. Mike. Thank you this week. <laughs> motherfucking Mike. Mother I was right in the Mike. middle of a sip of my baby fetus juice. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I had to get it off, though. My bad. A little bit of a different schedule this week because of the trade deadline. Obviously, no point uh, recording before that happened. So uh, we're coming to you live on AMP Thursday afternoon or on the other platforms. Thanks for listening wherever you are. Uh, we will be back, actually, with another episode as a little present for you. Friday or Saturday with uh, our Super Bowl preview with the Gridiron Gals. Really, really fun time talking to them, as always. And uh, that'll help get you ready for the big game. I mean, by far the most entertaining Super Bowl preview out there. I'll just say that. And I have almost nothing to do with that. But y'all, the four (laughs) of y'all in a room together is hilarious every time. Yeah, shouts to the homies, man. I just got to talk about how handsome Hurts was. That's all I was there for, bro. I had no actual football takes. (laughs) Just talk about how handsome Jalen Hurts was. Just how handsome that man is, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, trade deadline. Craziest one. Wonderful combination of a wide-open Western Conference 
a stacked top of the draft class that had people wanting to tank and a couple of disgruntled superstars is always the catalyst that really stirs the drink. Um, 28 of 30 teams making a move in the last 48 hours <laughs> to completely new NBA from the last time we recorded. Let's talk about the biggest news. Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns. What do you guys think? Um, I think all that <laughs> all that talk about how, hey, the West is about over. Who knows who can come out of it? I think um, <laughs> we might have to readjust, you know, our thinking on that a bit here. I don't know if this makes the um, um, the Suns the favorites. It makes them a whole lot damn tougher here, of course. You know, that's not expert analysis there. It's K-fucking-D going there. You know, he's going to be there with Booker. He's, you know, Chris Paul, who might have fallen off, Um, you know, he he, he might have fallen off a bit this season, but he can still pass that motherfucker. And that's all you really need to do when you got Book and KD there is just sling that motherfucker to one of them, right? So, um, you know, of, of course, they lost some defense with, you know, Bridges. You know, that's going to, um, you know, hurt in the long run. But I don't know, man. Um, I'm not, you know, 2016 Golden State worried about, you know, this squad. But, I mean, I don't know. I I I would probably put it on them coming out the West right now. Just you know, no games foreseen being played with 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 all these new you know pickups and all that. So we'll see. It's going to be an interesting experiment, man. This is the first time in my entire life I said I'm scared of Phoenix, ever, bro. Like they are like like you said. Booker well, you've been scared side. to you've been scared to visit it before, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the meth capital of the world. But we're, we're not <laughs> talking about that. We're talking about hoops. You know what I mean? You know who go visit though? Josiah with his fucking drug hate. Like, what the bro? Get the fucking needle out your arm, nigga. We'll get to Josiah. Are, are we'll you get crazy? To Josiah. You're anyway, saying this okay. is the first time ever. For that yeah, the right? sons were a threat. Yo, that rock, nigga. But anyway, uh, so yeah, like, bro, they're they. I mean, dude, I, I, it's it's hard to fathom Booker and Katie on the same team. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then they got a guy that's just, and Chris Paul, who just, let me just run the offense, bro. The perfect dude to just run the fucking offense. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be insane. And an incredible coach, at, you know, to, to boot. You feel me? So they lost a little defense with Mikel, you know what I mean? But they'll be all right. <laughs> they made up with it with KD. You know, you make that move 100 out of 100 times for sure. Mm-hmm. I think they actually got him for the cheap. You know what I mean? So I can't believe they didn't have to give up Aiden. Yeah. Some something, dude. Like I like Mikael. Mikael's. I think he's. I mean, when I was watching the Phoenix Suns, like the first before before uh, Booker got hurt, he was looking incredible. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, he's, he's a great player, great defensively, three and D guy. You know what I'm saying? One of the better ones in the league. You know what I mean? And and but there's nah, bro. He's not a guy when you're talking about KD in a trade. You know what I'm he's saying? He's not in the same aisle. He's not in the same grocery store as Kevin you feel Durant. Me? Yeah, yeah. What, what is it? Uh, he's Katie's a Erewhon, you know he's, what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, <laughs> you feel me? This nigga, you know, he's great, but he's still in Albertsons. You feel what I mean? Like, you know, so. Um, Tyler, I, I have to agree with John. I don't think we've ever thought about Phoenix in this way. I mean, they've been fun. They've been exciting, but I don't think they've ever been They've been scary good, but they haven't been as, scary as, right? as a team. This feels like a historic move all time in the NBA. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a hell of a pickup, you know. The the, the sun the Suns have kind of lucked up a lot with with trades. You know, they got Chuck in the nineties when he was like the second best player in the league. They got KD now when he's like a top three guy. Like you know, they, they make shit move over there. So you know, so it was a you know way to make uh you know a fucking splash for that new owner who had us all scratching our heads when he hired Isaiah Thomas to come on board. But for thirty yeah. seconds, <laughs> right? We we're like, what the fuck was that? But but yeah, man, that's a hell of a hell of a first day on the job there, Bucko. And the thing is, too, you know, we worry about the Suns kind of like nuts crawling in they up in their stomach in big moments. That ain't happening with KD. He dragging them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I I, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to watch. Um, yes. It's not often that you would say an owner is beloved by fans, but if you have owned an NBA team for 24 hours and you've delivered Kevin Durant, a single Kevin Durant, (laughs) Uno Kevin Durant, you might build a statue for yourself outside the arena. (laughs) Matt Ishiba. Yeah, he's on quite a pace. You know, he's going to deliver one Kevin Durant per day of his ownership. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about the West for a second. Um, 
I think we're all there that Phoenix is threatening, if not the favorites in the West. I think with so much movement in and out of the West, it's it, if it's not wide open, I say this. I do think it's going to be a free-for-all. These seeds don't matter. I think Phoenix is the five seed right now. I don't give a fuck if they're the five seed. If they rest everyone, they're the six seed. If they play everyone, they're the three seed. They've got Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and they got DeAndre Ayton still somehow. So it doesn't matter. These numbers are not going to mean shit when we line it up. We're going to see seven seeds being competitive with two seeds. You know, I think a really bright light is shining on the Nuggets now, who basically said, we feel like we're good. They might have been moving a little bit different over the last week if they'd known that Kevin Durant was hopping from the east to the west. But do you guys think the Suns are good enough to get past the Nuggets? I mean, do you think we should be thinking them as the favorites to come out of the west? Um. They're going to only have, you know, like half a season in jail. You know, sometimes things get tricky with that. And, you know, the Nuggets, you know, this core has been there for quite a while. Fucking Jamal Murray is looking like Jamal Murray, you know. Over the last week and a half. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's been going crazy. Jokic is is looking like, you know, fucking three-time-in-a-row MVP. So, I don't know. You know, I had had the Nuggets, you know, in in, in our season preview. I said the Nuggets were going to be the one seed. It looks looks like that's going to be the case. Um, but I don't know, man. We'll see how shit shakes out in the playoffs, bro. Like, I, I really wish I can give you a more concrete, you know, answer. But like I said, it all comes down to how how this team gels with just half, the, half this season on, on the line. I think we all talked about the Nuggets being a one seed, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. We thought they were going to be good and they're going to be good. But I, th- I think we all didn't necessarily think we'd be scared of them in the playoffs as well. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, and then also they lost Bones. I'm, I know it's not a big piece. It was great off the bench, though. You know, 14, 15 points a game. He's going to the Clippers, and I'm liking that move. I think it'll be fun seeing him, you know, Playing with Norm Powell is going to be buckets off the bench there, but I, I just I, I I don't really um I mean I, I the the Nuggets I I I I love Murray I love Joker you know what I'm saying I think they're a solid team I don't know if they have that it or that thing or that like that that I've, I've never, we haven't seen Joker get them over the hump yet you know what I'm saying uh we've you know we've seen KD make those changes we've seen Giannis finally do it you know what I'm saying so maybe this is the season but I don't see it right now. Okay, let's talk about history's greatest idiot, Joe Sy. Um, Joe Weary Sy. <laughs> Joe Weary Sy. <laughs> um, you know, you showed him, buddy. Way to go. You did it. Yay. <laughs> you, dog. you showed us. <laughs> you had a you had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And you don't have either of them anymore, but you made your point, and that's what's important. Put your foot down. <laughs> you put your you put your foot down. You tighten your belt up. Enough was enough. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I got I got a lot to say about this motherfucker right here. Um, so you know the the KD slash Kyrie, comma parentheses James Harden era has you know officially come to an end. And Jesus Christ, what an absolute fucking all time squandering of of talent that was. You know, what a disaster that was. That big three played, like, what, 16 games together? Won one playoff series? Um, You know, perhaps the most underwhelming experience we've ever seen in NBA history, and I don't even think that's exaggerating. Um, So there's a lot of blame to go around here. But, you know, I told y'all last summer, you know, where I was at, and and that's still where I'm at. Because here's where the brunt of all that blame resides with me on this failed experiment. This is on Nets ownership, and this is on that front office. because. The way that whole thing blew up is that ownership and that front office horribly managed, mismanaged a crisis. And that crisis was Kyrie Irving, right? And namely, the um, the singular incident that they mishandled that led to this whole thing falling apart was Kyrie decided not to get vaccinated. That is ground zero where this whole thing detonated, right? When the Nets enabled Kyrie on that and they were all on board with Kyrie playing half the season – that was the moment when this entire thing was doomed. They had a crisis on their hands with one of their franchise players, you know, only committing to half a season and they mishandled it. And their mishandling of that situation was the snowball that turned into the avalanche that, you know, ultimately led to the demise of this entire experiment. Everything comes back to that because the thing is this. I want to be clear that I completely, you know, understand the Nets reasoning, you know, for for telling Kyrie is you know enough is enough during um contract negotiations Kyrie has proven to be wildly unreliable I get that but where they fucked up is they didn't put their foot down soon enough right the time for the Nets 
to put their foot down with Kyrie was when Kyrie decided he was going to miss half the season because he didn't want to get vaccinated. It was not when it was time to negotiate. If you wanted to play hardball with Kyrie, you know, that's, that was the time to do it. That was the time to tell Kyrie, hey, you know, everybody on this roster is committed to all 82 except you. If we can't have you available all season, we're going to have to, you know, move you for someone who will be. Because, you know, we've seen that, that as soon as you start talking money with Kyrie, whatever shit, bullshit Kyrie was on, it goes out the window, right? He becomes real sensible once that bag talk comes into play, right? So I, I, when, when they accommodated Kyrie there, like that's when this whole thing, if, that was what set everything in motion that led to this crumbling. Because... You know, the way that they enabled him, you know, they signed off on him missing half the season, been over backwards to accommodate him on that. Then when it was time to talk money with Kyrie, they declined to offer him a max because they, of the availability issues for a situation that they signed off on. That they said, like, that, you, go right, ahead, right. Th- that they said that they they enabled this situation. They signed off on it. Then when it was time to talk money with him, they said, bro, we're not giving you a max because of, we have concerns about your availability when they signed off on that shit. Like I said, that is mismanagement. And this franchise never recovered from that because let's not forget that, you know, the Nets, the, the Nets been in the need of Kyrie on that was why Harden wanted out. Harden was like, bro, Kyrie's not all in. I need to go somewhere where, where motherfuckers are not going to waste my time, right? And, and then, you know, um, when, when those contract negotiations started and Kyrie found out the max wasn't on the table, he wanted out. K- KD wanted out because, you know, it was an understanding that, you know, Kyrie and KD is a package deal. So, you know, it's mismanagement. The way the Nets handle that, and y'all know I'm not a Kyrie apologist by any stretch. Yeah. The way the Nets mishandled that crisis is what caused that the downfall of this. And like I said, I'm not absolving Kyrie of, of any wrongdoing here because Kyrie was the motherfucking crisis. But th- that was what what led to this whole thing falling apart. I will say this. Like, in that time period, like, you know, obviously we're all like, get the fucking vac. You know, I know a bunch of people that didn't get it, so I'm not blaming them for not getting it, but how they mishandled it, letting him not play. Even KD was like, we just want to know who's going to be playing and who playing. isn't. So you could have made that move when you had the backing of KD and Harden of like, okay, I kind of understand that. When you do it later, that's when you, you know, that's when KD was like, what the fuck? Hold up. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, if you would have did it at that point, even KD and Harden were like, you know, all right, cool. Particularly KD, because that's the one who wanted him, have him, wanted him there the most. You know what I'm saying? Harden didn't care as, as much. You feel me? So I think doing it then, putting your, your foot down then at that point would have made more sense to everybody involved and it wouldn't have been a debacle where like you know in this situation or the one prior when they said the max was on the table you feel what i'm saying and now Kyrie's about to leave and katie wants out too you know what i'm saying like that that you would have avoided that situation so maybe yeah. you don't have Kyrie, but you still have Harden and, and exactly. kd and that's a, and that's a, and that's a hell of a foundation to still build on now you're stuck with ben simmons you know what i'm saying like enjoy that that no, 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 no. Don't forget, they have also like 90 second round picks. <laughs> <laughs> and you can stack those up tall enough to form like a KD Voltron out of maybe, the second uh, round picks. Yeah, maybe one of his shoes. Like, yeah. I don't know, bro. Like, the fuck? <laughs> but, uh, but like, dog, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, and then the, the, what he traded for, like, like the assets the, that you have and what you're, I'd rather sit till I get what the fuck I want then just trade them, you know what I'm saying, on some, like, I, I, I just don't understand that. Like, the like they both were given away. For, there's, there's never, we've only seen one KD on the fucking planet, right? And you give KD away on a deal? Like, bro, I no, am listen. gouging you. If you want KD, give me your fucking firstborn kid, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I want. It's 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 insane. Kyrie, yeah, maybe kind of figure that out. Get to find the best deal. Don't be petty and sit, you know what I mean? But like it's just it's just crazy to see how silly he is because he doesn't want to be laughed at by other owners, which we talked about before. And now he's ending up being laughed at by everybody. <laughs> silly. Yeah, I I mean, I think this is a uh I, I almost think you're be, you got, you're both being too nice to Josiah specifically. I think that like he did this so publicly, he signs these guys and he says, in the modern world, you can't think of these guys as employees. You have to think of them as partners. Well, the problem with making that your business pitch is that at some point they are your employees, <laughs> right? They don't have ownership stake in the team. Their investment is in their career as it should be. 
that's what they that is what their investment is. That's what they have control over. And at some point you have to come to a point where you disagree, but there's a process by which you're going to come to an agreement. And if you've told those guys we're equal sitting across the table, that's how you find yourself. Like it's all been so public that, okay, hey, we told these guys um, that they're partners. Okay. Kyrie doesn't want to get vaccinated. He's a partner. Like absolutely. Who am I to tell Kyrie to get vaccinated? And then at some point though, you're sitting down and go, wait a minute. What, how much is the supermax? Well, I, I don't know if I want to give that much money to someone who didn't play half the season. Well, you told him, like Tyler said, you told him you're a partner. We're, we're sensitive to what you want to do. And then they try and Bigfoot him, which ends in this idiotic situation where they trade Kyrie and try and get players back. And then 24 hours later, they sell KD for picks. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? Are you trying to get something back and still have a team? And it, it seems like... Everyone in the world except the Nets front office understood what was happening to them. They're the they, only people who didn't see what was going on. And what they've done, too, is not only have they lost two great assets, three great players, you feel what I'm saying? They've made themselves undesirable in the free agency. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to go to Brooklyn and play for this fucking weirdo? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, no. Kyrie Irving said when the trade went through about Kevin Durant, he, he was, he, they just finished playing. The Mavs had just finished playing. And he said, quote, I'm just happy he got out. He could get out of there. They talking about the niggas like he's, like he's Sterling, nigga. <laughs> it's like some, it's like some like, Shawshank Redemption shit. Like right, Red was here type <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, talking, no, they, like, they're saying that Brooklyn Nets are v uh, Vietnam in 1970, bro. Like, bro, oh, brother. It's great <laughs> to see you back chopper. on Earth. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> back on this side of things. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be dark times for for the Nets and as long um, as Joe Sy got the yeah fucking, as long as Joe Sy is the owner because because, because here's the thing, New York City New, you know of course that's the biggest media market in the world it will not save you from shitty ownership as we see with the, with the Knicks players have avoided that franchise like the plague our lifetimes and they had played 41 games a season at the most storied fucking basketball mecca in the world and they still couldn't get you know top flight elite guys during our lifetime so yeah new york ain't gonna save you that shit only happens in la with the lakers like like motherfuckers will come to la and deal with the lakers in that management because you know it's la and it's the lakers motherfuckers ain't doing that for new york and the, and the nets bro it seemed like brooklyn was building themselves to be if you want to play in new york but you don't want to be a part of that ownership come to brooklyn yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you want to play. They're not gonna and, and and also you don't have to have the pressure. Cause not, you know, like you could be great and, and you're still not gonna have half the pressure of a fucking 12 seed in the East Knicks. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it's it they I mean they, they they he blew it, bro. He fucking blew it, they dog. Blew it. It's crazy. Okay, last point on this trade. Um, Tyler, the Domus is back. You yeah. tweet, what did you what did you tweet? You tweeted you you were just you were just bored on Wednesday. I was night. bored as fuck. I was like, bro, trade KD. I'm bored as hell. I ain't got shit going on tonight, you know. So I got damn, you know, turned some music on, rolled a couple up, and what do we fucking know? Whoop the damn dude. <laughs> <laughs> but but I legit, but but bro, I, I I legit, I think we all kind of knew that it was a very a very strong possibility because we all knew KD and Kyrie were a package deal. We knew that, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, KD talks all that, man. I just love hooping, bro. You know, I'm just here to hoop. Now, motherfucker, you want to, you still want to be in the, in, in the, in the, you know, mix for some rings as we've obviously seen. Because if you just wanted to hoop and have good vibes, you just stayed in Brooklyn, you know, in your little Soho condo or whatever, living it up, you know, good vibes and, you know, 33 wins a, a season or whatever with those guys. But, but nah, it's, it's, it's more than that. You know, of course, KD is a hoops junkie. He loves that shit, but he still wants to be a competitor and he should because he's playing some of the, still some of the best basketball of his career right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm. What's interesting too is I think what we thought the Brooklyn would be, would would, would could have been. I think the Suns have a real chance of actually being that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I mean, dog. I I I wouldn't. And it's gonna be hard to win. The East is, is the top of the East is still rough. Dog. <laughs> is there any? Are there it's any still, two players more on the other end of the spectrum from each other than Chris Paul and Kyrie? <laughs> like, like Chris Paul is going to be getting on KD's ass if he's not showing up early enough. You know what I mean? Like, and then Booker still is going to bring the same numbers without all the issues. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You know, he, yeah. <laughs> you know, and 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 he has a capability of dropping sixty anytime. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a lot of buckets over there in Phoenix, man. It's going to be fun to watch, bro. I don't know how you try to defend them. 
Um, let's talk about the uh, Lakers moves. Um, obviously, you can sort of stretch this back to them bringing in uh, Rui, but very active trade season for the Lakers um, between uh, D'Angelo Russell, Beasley, and Rui probably turn over 60% of the starting lineup. Uh, and everyone that was not Braun and AD, which if you've been watching Lakers basketball this year, you know is really what they needed to do. Uh, but they also add Vandy. They add Mo Bamba. Um, second round picks flying around like the the uh, salt off Salt Bay's elbow all day today. <laughs> um, what do you think of these Lakers upgrades? And do you think this is good enough to, you know, I'm not going to say put them in title contention at all. But is this good enough to change what has felt like kind of a cursed season for Braun and AD? I feel like, you know, the, uh, those couple trades that we saw were, it was kind of like the spirit of that, you know, coveted, um, healed Miles Turner's trade that, that you know, a bunch of Lakers fans wanted. Because, you know, with that trade, you wanted shooting and spacing and you wanted, you know, a versatile defender who could, you know, hold his own on the block and could, you know, roam the perimeter as well. Which, yeah. which is what we got here, right? Mm -hmm. You want someone who can, you know, make shit easier for, you know, AD on the defensive mm -hmm. end because AD's at his best when he's just, you know, that roaming fucking free safety pterodactyl just closing out on jump shooters, closing out on guys at the rim, right? Like, that's when he's at his best. And you got, you know, a guy who can do that with Vandy and with Mo Bamba. You can play Mo Bamba at the five and probably move AD to the because we know all know ad does not fuck with the five like that and we got some space in the shooting you know with with fuck with with um with 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 with, with d and beasley so like i said i think it's it's the spirit of that whole heel turner trade that was coveted in yeah it's kind of like like the great value version but i, I <laughs> but i think it still works out it's like the bag cereal version but i think it'll still work out we'll see i mean d'angelo's having a good season yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. having a solid yeah, he been letting season that motherfucker fly from three you letting that thing go, you know what I'm saying? Beast is one of the better NBA, one of the better shooters in the NBA. They got the shooting that we've been talking about. They've been missing for fucking since Bron came into the. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Since Bron came to the Lakers, you feel me? And you said they got another a decent defender in Vanderbilt. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think they Bomba as well, right? They got Bomba too. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, bro, I think considering the situation, I like what the moves Palinka made. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm happy about him. Like. If, if if they would have got bogey, I'd I'd been rock hard right now, bro. Like I, I would have, we would have had to postpone the pod. I just you know, I would have had to go to the doctor. They would have had to drain me. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, but but uh, you know what I'm saying? But they're solid and they'll be competitive. And like you said, Tyler, you've been saying it all year. You never know with AD and Bron, and they have a solid foundation around them now. You know what I'm saying? Schroeder's back. Uh, they got uh, what's the boy name back? They played for the Spurs for so long. He, uh, he he just came back uh, last game. What the, what the fuck is his name? For who? For the Lakers? For the Lakers, yeah, yeah. He was solid as hell. Uh, got uh, Lonnie bounce. Walker. Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker. Lonnie. Crazy. He was solid for him, dude. He's going to be great off the bench. I'm glad he's back. He'll be a... I mean, yeah. so, and, and, and I, th I, think they'll, I think they'll be fun, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, I think this is the Lakers team that will be competitive. And, you know, we'll see what happens in the playoffs, bro. It's, it's hard to beat Bron and AD, you know, four times in the playoffs, regardless of who you are. So we'll see. I mean, yeah. they play the Suns. The Suns going to cook their ass. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, and Matt, probably the Nuggets, too. But every, everywhere else is kind of wide open. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game, <laughs> Football fans, FanDuel has the perfect way for everyone to get in on the Super Bowl 57 action with a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means everyone gets bonus bets back if your Super Bowl SGP doesn't hit. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account, same-game parlays let you combine all your favorite bets for a chance at a bigger payday. So start building your own or just bet a popular SGP already made for you in America's number one sportsbook. Uh, If you listen to the pod, you know my family's close with Juju Smith-Schuster. I would build my same-game parlay by taking an anytime touchdown for Juju and the over on his yards as well as the Chiefs winning. New to FanDuel, sign up with promo code JNJ, that's J-A-N-D-J, when you download the app. Either way, you'll get bonus bets back if your no-sweat same-game parlay doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states, 3-plus legs, minimum $1 bet required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire 7 days after receipt. Max bonus $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. And I think that the West starts to look post-trade deadline like the East. You've, uh, you know, you've got the Nuggets and the Suns at the top. And then I think a lot of really three through 10, a lot of really fun matchups. And, right. you know, I, but the difference in the West is the seating won't be that way. Mm-hmm. So we might be finding out on the last game or two of the season who gets stuck with the Suns. And you might see some truly hilarious shit going on in the last month of the season between teams trying to avoid playing the Suns and teams trying to tank who might be tanking so hard that we end up with some sort of a congressional investigation into what goes on down the stretch. Who do you think people are going to be running more from? The Suns or the Nuggets? Suns. Easily, to me. I think motherfuckers going to be getting... Listen, it's a show-improved league. It's a show-improved league. For sure, for sure. But the Lakers have to... The Lakers have to play the entire second half of the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they can't... Because they're going to have to... To, to get to get up the the you know the chain in order to not play those top two teams, so it's gonna be a fight, you know what I mean? But I, I think I think they can, bro. I'm I'm, I'm I feel comfortable with this squad, bro. You know what I mean? I will watch more Lakers game. It won't be as I won't just look at the stats and the numbers like because well, I'm because I, I hate watching them play. Guys are I don't like watching bad bench guys instead yeah. of people starting forty games next to LeBron James. And as you as as yeah. you said, we've been waiting for this space. Since he got to L.A., look at the numbers he's put up this year and understand that he's playing in an offense that does not fit him. Like, it's insane what he's been doing. And if you watch these games, he's just going through two guys. There's no spacing. And now that's easy cash out open threes the way he's had his entire career until he got to L.A. Like Lonnie Walker could be Lonnie Walker. We don't need 28 out of him to compete. You know what I'm saying? We don't need Reeves to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't need, and, and that's 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 what I'm. That's what it will always stressed me out while watching them. I was like, the fact that we need people to to play out of body type level basketball for them to be competitive, not even win games, was what was just hard. And then, like I said, they were so undisciplined. Hopefully, they can you know you gotta you know we gotta yeah. figure that out. We gotta figure that out. But uh. All right, yeah, we got a lot man. of topics to get through, and I know we got we we got some hard outs today. So um, we're we're also saying goodbye to Russell Westbrook and Pat Bev. I saw Lakers fans celebrating Pat Bev leaving more than some of them celebrated the bubble championship. Um, 
Russ, Tyler, I know you and I were on the same page when Russ came to the Lakers. This is still one of my favorite basketball players of all time. And I'm like, oh, Russ back in L.A. with Braun. This is going to be great. Um, has your opinion changed? Has your heart changed, uh, you know, with what we've sort of been through together over the last couple of years? I'll be honest. That, like, it's hard for me to think of Russell Westbrook and be as happy. He, he just used to make me happy to think about that dude. Mm. And it has been so sad. I just find myself relieved that he's not part of the franchise and this daily topic of conversation in the worst way. Bro, Thunder fans and Rockets fans had tried to warn us. Like, yeah, you, you, you might love Russ. We all love Russ. It's different when he's on your team, though. And those motherfuckers did not lie. You know what I mean? So, like, I still love Russ, man. He's still one of my favorite players of all time. It sucks that he paired up with Bron at this stage in his career where he was over the hill. But, I mean, for what it's worth, you know, there were times where Russ would just play really frustrating, just knucklehead basketball when you're like, dude, what are you thinking? And I get that, you know, like, you know, Russ is a dude who's going to give you 100% effort all the time. But after a while, it's like, bro, that ever shit is cool. But, bro, you know, think when you're out there, too. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was, it was you know, a bittersweet time, you know, seeing him paired with, you know, my favorite player with Bron. But it's not something I'm going to look back on fondly, I tell you that much. I, I mean, I've always loved Russ. You know what I'm saying? I just knew it wouldn't be fun and it didn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? You didn't think when it was going to be this bad, though. You thought the spacing was going to be he, bad. You didn't think th he'd be, like, actively a detriment to the basketball team he was on. I, 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 didn't, I didn't think it would make sense. I didn't, think, I, didn't, I didn't think he'd be horrible. You know right. what I'm saying? But, like, also, like, if the shit that Tyler's saying about Russ now, they were saying about Russ at his peak in OKC. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. Russ has always played a particular style of basketball. And it's not necessarily been making the best decision in the in, 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 in the moment. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I, I, I just knew that that was not what we needed on the Lakers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, like, and you, you know were what I mean? And you That's were not correct. what I wanted on a Braun team. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, um, well, one of those uh, games that uh, led John to text Tyler and I, uh, Russ is really a bonehead. <laughs> and I've never used that word ever in my life. I was like, this is just bonehead shit, bro. <laughs> bonehead shouting. Bonehead uh, shouting, man. It's, it's, it's hard God, to believe dang. this was just two days ago, but Braun set the all-time career NBA scoring record. Unquestioned GOAT. Uh, top five in scoring average, top five in assists. Um, he's way higher and made three pointers than you would expect LeBron James to be. Um, just an, a truly unrivaled historic player. I, I said it on Twitter. I was getting emotional watching that game, thinking about people were waiting for this guy to, to fail since we were in high school. He was in high school. He was a kid back when, Kids could get him famous. The king in high school, and people hated him because of that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because Nike knew how good he was going to be. People were mad at him, you know. Um, and I remember, if you were young when we were young, people talked about, "Oh, he got a loan before he was supposed to get a loan." You know, like this is a dude who was was couch surfing with his mom, who has somehow walked the tightrope that America asks every famous person to ask, but especially a black male athlete to, to walk and he's done it. He's succeeded and he's number one all time in NBA history. Um, that was the most guaranteed loan that any loan has ever <laughs> motherfuckers is acting <laughs> like the bank made a loan with LeBron James. They knew that money was coming back. Bro. That's a hundred million dollar fucking man. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? The fact that they, bro, I, that's, that's more, that's I'm 40 years old, bro. <laughs> Solid. You know what I mean? Handle my business, bro. That 18-year-old, 17-year-old, by far the best loan they ever did. Give it out. The fuck? More guaranteed than anything I'll ever be. Nigga. Fuck me. And that man, and that man brought a Hummer to a H2 and some throwback jerseys. The most 2003 ass way <laughs> to spend a loan ever, dog. A fucking time capsule right there. Probably had his H2 phone with clipped on his fucking jeans too. You feel yeah, me? Playing yeah, playing a playing a video game where his head was shaped like a fucking hexagon. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 32 bits. Oh my God. <laughs> it only takes 14 he looks minutes so to load real. the game. <laughs> the 
basketball's not round. Right. 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 <laughs> you zoom in on the basketball, you can see all the little angles right, around right. it. You can you see know? the math. You can see the math that went into the polygons. creating that basketball. You know what I'm saying? The geometry, nigga. <laughs> um, you guys have obviously been writing hard for Braun for a long time. How special was that moment? Um, I, I was a little surprised by how emotional it was uh, for, for me for me, and how into it I got. What, what was your guys' reaction? What was that night like for you? Yeah, it it felt special. It felt like, like you said, I, I was a bit more emotional than I thought I would be. Um, you know, I love that the the bucket he got that that's going to be immortalized is is him you know because there's always been you know criticisms of him scoring 27 point career guy and there's criticisms of his scoring so i love that he hit them with that beautiful ass kobe mj fade away from the elbow because you know motherfuckers would have been hating if it was like a layer for some shit so i love that he you know you know did the beautiful basketball thing that motherfuckers say he can't do which which kind of made me smile there um of course i told you the dialogue on twitter was going to be trash as fuck like, you know, I tweeted out that, you know, 20 years in, 38 years old, he needed 36 points in one night. We all knew he would get it, and he got it in three quarters. I said, I've, I've never seen anything like him. And, and motherfuckers hit me up like, well, Kareem set this record 40 years ago. Motherfucker, did you see Kareem 40 years ago? Like, are you 60 years old tweeting me right now, motherfucker? Well, Kareem so, was not averaging 30 points a game when he set that record. As Nick exactly. Wright said, everyone else has gotten to this point in this career was a shell of themselves. Braun is arguably having one of his better, <laughs> his, one of his better seasons. And uh, on top of the, the, the point that you just made, like, when would you ever think you could just assume it would happen? Did you see the video of him talking to his sons before the game? Mm-hmm. He went over to Bronny and Bryce. He said, 36, eight a quarter. You think I should do it? And, Br- and Bronny was like, yeah, go ahead and do it. And he was like, all right, I'll do it. And that was it. We all knew he was going to get it. There was no question. Everyone you know watched the game because you knew, oh, he's not going to wait till Thursday. And he, sh- he showed up in the outfit, and you knew he was mm. going to set the record. No question he was going to set the record. Unbelievable. 38 years old, man. Never seen anything like it. I wasn't I, – I, I was definitely emotional. You know what I'm saying? I was extremely excited. I wasn't like – it wasn't the, you know – it was like it was just like wow. I've, I think it was more just a, a a feeling of I was just grateful. Like wow, I've seen this player do. I've seen his entire career. I watched MJ. I watched the second half of his career. You know what I'm saying? I was too young in eighty. You know eighty four. I was two years old when he came in. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like so like like I've actually got to see Bron. I've seen him his whole career. The man he's become. You know, starting from the 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 kid carrying the PS the PS was it one I think. PS one around and shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, dog. Like it's it's been it's been it's been it's been a, a, a crazy a, a crazy you know career to to witness. And bro, it's just it's beautiful. Then the the, the Nike commercial after that shit. When that, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, damn. But yeah, bro, I was and seeing Bron emotional. Like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like that was. I'm laughing because man, that's a that big man with that emotional face. I was like, damn, that's a that's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> That's a goofy looking sad face, man. You know what I mean? But I don't know. How to, I don't know another way to say it. But it, so I laughed at the same time. I was like, "Good for him." You know what I mean? And also seeing him and Kareem, like I was people. Uh, it was a lot of jokes going around Kareem being sad and shit. And and he wrote he had, he had a, that nice write up talking about how he felt about the and, and and it made so much sense to me. When I was looking at him, I'm thinking like he's probably happy to be able to see. To be here, to be able to see the record being broken. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, and I mean, what do you expect out of, like, a, a man that age, that up that late at that age, nigga? You know, he tired, nigga. Like, he ain't, ain't a lot of, my grandmother's the sweetest person on the planet. You see her just sitting there. She ain't doing a bunch of smiling. Them cheeks heavy, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, man, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy that Kareem was there to witness it and be a part of the passing of the, you know what I'm saying? Giving him that ball in that moment. You know what I mean? And I, I of course I'm happy for Bron seeing him as a kid. First game, I remember in uh in Alabama, uh when uh at, at University of Alabama Houseville, where I was going to school at, the entire gym, his first game was there was like a a, a big screen at, at, at on the second floor, and all of us who would usually be downstairs hooping went up to that big screen and crowded around that motherfucker to watch LeBron James first NBA game. You know what I'm saying? And to be there, had his first fucking shoes. You know what I mean? Like, and to see this man, him become the man he has, you know, off the court and on the court, it's, bro, 
it's beyond impressive, man. So, well, I mean, of course I was happy and just grateful to be able to witness that shit. Were you guys upset that they stopped the game between the 12 seed and the 13 seed <laughs> in the third quarter? Of I course, people, man. I, that's not basketball, <laughs> Gordabasio. <laughs> when do you do so? Come on, man. What would James Naismith say? <laughs> the fuck? Digga. Yeah. Weird people caring about the oddest things, bro. So bro, Ron gets uh, yeah. people upset about the weirdest shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like I saw a viral tweet, like, man, they stopped the game for, for and we in 13th place. Kobe would have never done this. Mother, they stopped the game when Kobe broke Jordan's record. And just because Jordan is his idol, they stopped the fucking game for that, bro. For, for him moving to, what, number fourth on the all-time scoring list? They stopped the game for that. Bro, you, you, and you know me, man. My whole shit is, bro, celebrate every motherfucking thing. Period. That's my whole philosophy. Like, you, you know, you only break a fucking 40-year-old scoring record once every 40 years. You know, we got fucking... 3,000 NBA games every season. We'll be okay with a little, you know, um, you know, stoppature here for about 10 minutes. We'll be fine, bro. And I got yeah. my next tattoo idea, too. Fuck, What's man. That? Thank you, guys. What's that? <laughs> I'm getting that motherfucker tattooed on my finger. Fuck, man. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Fuck, man. Thanks, Fuck, man. man. Thanks, guys. Our new sign-out for every episode. Um, right. the, the, other, the other stupidest argument people managed to come up with out of this was a picture of um, Jordan, uh, you know, game six against the, the Jazz, where obviously no one was watching it on their cell phone because cell phones hadn't been invented particularly, <laughs> not in any kind of portable way. And then a picture of everyone in Staples Center holding their phone up, filming um braun getting the 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 game winner i'm actually interested in that because i i've uh i've i've heard both sides of that argument do you guys think it's weird that you know people pay thousands of dollars to go to a game and then get the phone out and watch it or is that just a natural part of how we process uh history now what do you think yeah that's that's normal as fuck i don't think that's some you know people are trying to make that that's some indictment on you know how we're all being you know turning into robots and not being people anymore mother bro i I I wish you know I've talked we've talked about this before like college was like the most fun years of my life and my old ass was there without camera phones oh, right yeah. I wish I had a fucking camera phone with with pictures and videos and all that shit from my college years so yeah bro capture all that shit that was a special fucking moment you know it, people there were Lakers fans bronze fans basketball fans of course but put that shit on your phone bro like your, your phone is your new photo album you know what I'm saying like like that is your digital photo album now uh, and so, all the people in that photo had good seats too they all yeah. probably got a decent shot. You know what I mean? If you're up in the 300s at Staples, okay. Pull your I, phone I out still, too, nigga. Fuck it. Fuck I what everybody else say. Been filming. Right, you know right. what I mean? <laughs> they got Zoom on them shits. The Apple, man. The phone, I, the, these new iPhones are special. You feel me? But nah, man. Like, dude, nigga, this, they, they, this was an impossible record. People thought nobody would ever catch this shit. And you were there to witness it? Bro, yes, I understand that. It's weirder when you're just in concerts. This is the fourth time you've seen this nigga perform and you're recording it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could, I mean, you could make, you could try to make that point then. I'm still not going to give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But like, and, and one of the, like, when a record that people thought would never be broken is broken. You know what I'm saying? Like, In your face. By somebody who's been the face of the league for 20 years. Why the fuck would you want to be able to record that to show your kids I was there? Yeah. You know that's yeah. something that's not that's, that's 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 not something you're just gonna have. It's gonna sit in your phone and not be. You're gonna show people that shit, bro. Like right, yeah. That that's it. That's exactly how. And I I guess I would generally agree that we take more photos and film more than we probably need to because no For one's sure. gonna spend three years of their lives going back through all the old stuff, you know. But that's a moment that I you know like Vinny pulled his phone out to film the TV while it happened, and I understand it completely. And I took a picture of him filming the TV because and I wanted I that, that completely. <laughs> <laughs> take a picture. You, you take a picture of the TV. And Sean and I took a picture of me that taking picture a picture because. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, before we get before we uh, get out of here, I did want to shout out uh, Radha, John's wife. Uh, got got a got a little bubbly to celebrate, That's which uh, which man. I saw. That got some love on Twitter. That was sweet. Man, it was cool. I was like, I mean, rather be, I'll be like, rather this is really sweet. Like she does, she's one of the people that she don't, she don't really see. I, I always feel like I wish you could see you through my eyes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, this is really, really, really kind. You know what I mean? And it was cool that people were the interactions. I was, I told her like, yo, motherfuckers was like, yo, marry her again. 
You know, <laughs> me and who? I've seen what you've done for others. Like, yeah, yeah, dog, yeah. like that was really solid. You know, and then she hit it with, the, I'm not a broke boy. You know, you know, I taught her that. <laughs> <I'll take> her. <laughs> the student so, has surpassed the teacher. <laughs> you feel me? It just was fun. It was fun. It was just, it was just really cool. And I had no idea she was doing it. It was really sweet, man. It was really sweet. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Shout out to the wife, man. I really, really, truly, truly appreciate that. I love the fuck out of her, man. And in uh, in further developments, uh, Tyler and his wife got Beyonce tickets. So Je- the Jenkins Ooh, and Joe's yeah. boys are doing all right, you know? <laughs> Y'all hit Japan, baby. You know what I'm saying? You know? Shout out to Volume, you feel me? <laughs> we can afford the baby bottle of Avuv Clico. I don't even know how I'm pronouncing that shit right. That's what we call it. On my, you know what I'm saying? Niggas Say it call again. it Boov Clico. That's what the rappers nigga. call it, so You know it. what I'm saying? I don't know. That's what we call it. I'll like, be like, Rod, you want some of that Clico, nigga? <laughs> it's probably Clico head. It's so weird shit. <laughs> all right, that's all the time we got. Uh, again, we'll be back uh, Friday or Saturday with a special Super Bowl preview with the Gridiron Gals. Look out for that. And uh, then we'll talk to y'all again on Monday. Bye. 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 Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Wee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.